0: It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glicksman with my tag team partner, Matt Story. And we are going to continue on our football preview odyssey. Uh, yeah, we
1: will, yes. Possibly my, I think my second favorite one we do to the ASU game-by-game breakdown is this one, college yeah. football as a whole.
0: This is this is my passion. So, uh, NFL preseason opened today with the Cowboys and the Steelers playing a meaningless game with uh, very few regulars, but... That's great. That That means it's real and it's happening. That's right. That's uh, right. AS... Garrett
1: Gilbert versus Mason Rudolph, a, a Big 12 rival showdown. Mm-hmm. At least they were Big 12 at the time.
0: Yeah. It won't be for much longer, but yeah. And uh, ASU is uh, opening camp. We, we got a report very early today uh, from Haller on the initial – reactions and and things of note and one of the things of note was herm edwards said that the whole team will be fully vaccinated it appears uh in the very near term uh asu's all conference punter michael turk who as you re- may recall declared for the draft went to the draft went un-drafted and returned <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. has been back for two seasons um had previously on social media been very outspoken against the vaccine, uh, flying in the face of everything science is telling us. And, uh, shortly after Herm's press conference and, and the Haller story, uh, reports came out that Turk is in the transfer portal. So I guess one way to get fully vaccinated is to have your most outspoken anti-vaxxer leave. Yeah. I mean, Hey, that's,
1: that's the, that's the thing. Obviously we're seeing it in other places too. And, what you know, happened like, with
0: the Vikings and their whole quarterback room, and, and you know what? I, I I do think, you know, what Zimmer said, whether you think the vaccine is necessary or COVID is a right. hoax or whatever other conspiracy thing that I don't personally believe in, yeah. uh, at a minimum, Zimmer is right that you are at a competitive disadvantage yeah. if yeah, you don't sure. get vaccinated. For
1: sure. I mean, the, you know, the there should not be any more of the, I mean, because it doesn't have to be any more of the oh a whole position group can't play. Yeah. I mean, that that just should not happen. And, and you know college as well. You know that I mean that wrecked college football last year and so many you know oh their offensive line can't play. Oh their defensive line can't play. Like well you can't have a game then. That should be out the window now. I mean I like I know there's been talk and I think it's going to happen that the conferences are going to put in, you know, forfeit structure that if if you can't play you lose, which mm-hmm. I'm I'm totally with like you know, if yeah. you if you have a chance to be out there, and you know the NFL, I think will be much like baseball, where it'll be you know, hey, if you if you test positive, you're out, and call up somebody from the practice squad, and this is how it's going to go this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're you know, that just shouldn't happen. But you know, I mean, look, Kirk Cousins has his philosophy, and and it's not for me. I don't believe to you know preach to Kirk Cousins. He ain't going to listen anyway. I don't get to talk to him. Um, you know, that's Well, he might listen. And,
0: we do know. have like three or four random that's listeners. That's true. Maybe so. he's
1: one of the people out there who listens to us. And if so, uh, you know, uh, hey, hi, Kirk. But uh, I don't think he cares what I think. So, you know, that's his prerogative. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely interesting. Probably, probably going to get Jake Browning the back of quarterback job there because with, you know, with Stanley and Mon missing time and Browning playing well, apparently in practice, like, hey, there, there you go. I mean, you know, like he was obviously the only one who was vaccinated in the quarterback room, and he's taking advantage of it.
0: Yeah. Hey, you never know where an opportunity is going to strike.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't think Jake Browning is on his way to being Tom Brady, but, you know, you're the backup, and maybe you get a chance to play, and who knows?
0: Yeah, it's one of the uh, great mysteries uh, of football and any sport is when you get your opportunity. I mean, you know, the Wally sure. Pip Blue Gehrig story is the prime sure. example. <laughs>
1: right, of course, yeah, yeah. So we'll see, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But obviously the NFL seems to be having, I mean, through, through uh, what's the term, not force, but certainly uh, heavy pressure. Mm -hmm. Their their numbers are rising every day in terms of, you know, X number of teams have 90 percent and the league as a whole, I think, is over 90 percent. At least started the process. And that's great. Should should hopefully give us, you know, a a relatively, uh, you know, minimal, minimally interrupted season. We hope, you know, maybe a a guy here or there that's out, but not entire position groups or postponements of games or things like that.
0: Yeah, you would certainly hope so at this point.
1: Yeah, um, you know, I mean, so hopefully it's more isolated cases where it's like, okay, you uh, know, unfortunately that guy misses a game or two, that stinks, but you treat it like an injury, you know? He's, mm-hmm. he's out and, and somebody replaces him and that's that.
0: Uh in terms of ASU and and what's going on there, I, I think that the hype machine keeps rolling. Uh Bren, yeah. it, you know, Brenneman remains suspended. It yeah, sounds like unlikely to ever return. Be permanent. And, uh, you know, but they've replaced him, uh, by raising up a quality control guy. Yeah. And, you know, Herm wants to just talk about this season and you know what? Sure. Fine with that. Let's talk. It's all we can do.
1: It's all we can do. I mean, you know, and like, you just, we'll just see where it goes. And it's interesting, you know, you say the hype machine keeps revving up and I, and I think that's true on a, on a micro level, uh, I think outside of, you know, ASU and it's, it's, you know, nexus that you and I are part of. I don't know that there's a, you know, I'm interested to see the preseason polls. Maybe we'll be ranked, maybe not. Um, you know, but that, that's maybe okay. I mean, I, well, it doesn't matter. Let me, let me put it that way. I don't want to be the guy who's like, Oh, I prefer to be unranked. I don't, I don't like that style fan. Uh, I want to, I want to be ranked in the preseason top five. If it was up to me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, who cares? Ultimately, who cares? It's about what you do being ranked number 22 in the preseason top 25 doesn't, you know, get any banners hung up. If you can win the conference and, you know, win 10 games and go to a major bowl, that's that's something.
0: So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. Uh, let's pivot to, to your favorite, second favorite topic. Yes,
1: I think so. I, it's, it's a tough call, but the ASU game by game is tough to, tough to beat.
0: Um, we are coming out of an odd year that ended with Alabama winning a title. Yeah, yeah. So, even though the year felt odd, we got to the same result, effectively.
1: You know, yeah, I mean, the playoff was, what, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Notre Dame, all mm-hmm. all teams who had been in the playoff previously, and three of which have won a playoffs uh, championship since it started. You know, I I think you'd expect mostly more of the same this year. You know, I I don't think that was the thing that struck me as I went through the conferences. And and you just, you know, you see like the, the accumulation of talent at the top schools is becoming more and more stark, I think, as each year passes. Mm-hmm. And and you're getting you know college football's kind of taken on and I'm you know I'm going to go to a sport that neither one of us follow intensely, but it's kind of taken on a European soccer feel mm-hmm. in that you know you you know the upper echelon before the season starts yeah or NBA NBA is probably similar too like you yeah. you know the champion's going to come from this group very likely
0: and maybe um, you get a surprise um...
1: yeah yeah you know you might get a an Iowa State. Or somebody like that that kind of, you know, but it's just, it's, I mean, you know, when you look at, when you look at Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma, uh, probably throw, you know, Notre Dame, Texas A&M in there. Like, I mean, that's, that's where most of your top talent is. Oregon, I suppose you could throw them in there. And, uh, you know, that's probably from that group of eight. Maybe you could pick another one or two if you really wanted. Your champion and your four playoff teams is probably going to come from that group. Um, but you know, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't diminish my excitement and so maybe it does for some, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still very much enjoy college football.
0: Yeah. Well, you still get to see how you get there and that's exactly of the fun.
1: Exactly. And, and, you know, I, I know there's talk, a lot of talk about like, well, we've lost the, you know, the, the second tier goals, you know, just making the holiday bowl doesn't mean much anymore. And that's true.
0: And, well, and you've and, taken you know, a, well, and you've taken away the value of making a bowl just have, as a bowl by having too many. And then you, you know, I then mean, you yeah. you know eliminate these tie-ins, and you change. Right. You know, we don't. I don't want to get started on the changing the sponsors and doing all that. <laughs> but it's you true. It's true.
1: There's no history. You know, like it's hard to, it's hard to be you know amped for making the. Whatever the game is here now, I think it's the guaranteed rate bowl. Not that that was ever a major game, but it's like it's hard to it's hard to get yourself amped for one when you're like, where is that game again? I don't know who plays in it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, Uh, look, it's one thing when you get to have it be the cheese it bowl and you get pumped, but now. (laughs) <laughs> right, but
1: now there's a cheese at bull in Orlando. See, yeah. that's the that is exactly the problem. It's like, oh, the cheese it bull. Yeah, that's the one at the Diamondbacks place. No, it's not. Now it's in Orlando, and now the Diamondbacks one has a new name. And so it's, uh, I mean, I don't know. That's yeah, that's a whole different discussion. But yeah, I think it's it's been an easy target to say oh, the playoff has you know ruined everything else and swallowed up. No, I agree with you, man. The the Bulls were were damaged by the fact they became just over inflated there's too many of them and so making the what used to be maybe a big game was in a, you know the gator bowl or the citrus bowl or whatever bowl. Is, is watered down the sun bowl yeah i mean it's it's watered down because how is it any more important than making the the new orleans bowl or the cure bowl or whatever they're, they're all just bowl. games yeah yeah they're all just just meaningless games and so, you know, like, in a way, I think that's true. But then I, I think about it from an ASU fan perspective. And, you know, we haven't been in the playoff mix uh, maybe one year, you could say. You know, the, the very first year we had a shot going into November. Um, and, but, you know, other than that, we have not. And it hasn't hasn't watered down my interest in ASU football. Like, oh, we're not going to win the national championship. So I don't care. I I don't know. I, I don't feel that way. And I I don't think many ASU fans really would say they feel that way.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: So we'll see, you know, I mean, but yeah, I think I think our I mean we we should get into if I stop rambling, our conference picks and all that. But yeah, I mean, I would imagine our playoff picks are going to be uh, from that from that group that I listed. But hey, maybe maybe you'll surprise me.
0: Well, it's going to be fun cuz now we get to talk about the haves, also the have-nots, but mostly the haves.
1: Yeah, pretty much, yes. Um, yes. So which conference do we want to start with?
0: Well, I, I I think we should just start, out of respect, with the SEC.
1: Sure, sure. Um, they, are the, they are the kings, and, and the kings, in the words of D'Angelo Barksdale, the kings stay
0: the king, and they're going to stay the king, and they're going to become more of the king here in the next few years, probably. Okay. Uh, ESPN, which is what I'm going to be referring to for the power rankings, uh, has Alabama 1, Georgia 4, A&M 6. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's pretty impressive. Well, yeah.
1: and I'll tell you what, so I, I started this thinking I was absolutely going to just take Alabama and Georgia to win their divisions. But then I looked at Texas A&M and I looked at their schedule and it's not that scary. I mean, they have their non is Kent state, a neutral site with Colorado and New Mexico and Prairie View A&M in November. So that's, I mean, that that's should be a four wins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that should be four zero. Their road uh, SEC games are at Missouri, at Ole Miss, and at LSU. Don't think any of those feel like they're, you know. I mean, will they win all of them? I don't know, but none of them are guaranteed losses. Um, you know, they get at Arkansas neutral, they get Alabama at home, and that's big. Like,
0: and that's they, you know, uh, they, that's in November. I imagine that's the week after the Prairie View game. That's no. That's in
1: uh, that's in October. October 9, they play Alabama.
0: Oh, The Prairie, I thought... View, the Prairie View game is before LSU. They uh, play LSU on Thanksgiving weekend. So, yes, they do have the
1: Prairie View sort of bye week before one of their biggest games, as most SEC teams do. But, uh, you know, so I, I will tell you, and this don't think this means I'm not picking Alabama to do anything because it's not the case. I'm picking Texas A&M to win the West because I think they're going to beat Alabama this year. In, in college station, and that's gonna they're both gonna go 11 and 1. They're gonna drop maybe that Ole Miss game or something like that, but they're gonna win the West by virtue of a tiebreaker. All
0: right, well, I'm gonna take Alabama. I think it's gonna be undefeated versus a one loss A&M team. Uh, for me, the intrigue is when you go out east, and, and the uh, world's largest outdoor cocktail party strikes yeah. me as a, an incredibly meaningful game. Um, I think it
1: will be. I mean, it's decided the the winner of the East the last several years um, and probably will again. I mean, you look at the rest of the East, you know, Tennessee is still in very much rebuild mode. Kentucky's turned into a solid program under Mark Stoops, but they're not at that level. Um, You know, and the others, uh, Missouri, South Carolina, I mean, you know, decent, but I don't think on, on anywhere near that level. So yeah, I think it is those two and I think and you can tell me if you differ. I I think this year it's Georgia clearly better than Florida.
0: I think Georgia is the better team. I'm very curious um, what Florida looks like without Kyle Trask. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: and so much else too. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. New quarterback. You lose Kyle Pitts, who was so pivotal to what they did. Uh, you lose, I think, the top two receivers. You lose, I think, eight starters off the defense. Um, I mean, it just it feels like, for me, like I don't think they're going to stink, but I, I think you know, there's there's a, a gap there to me. This then last year was, you know, I think it was closer, and Florida Florida had the odd had the edge because of the offense and the quarterback play. This year, I think maybe it goes the opposite direction.
0: Yeah, well, and for you know, for the sake of argument. Georgia is returning eight offensive starters, and yeah. their schedule includes no Alabama, no A and M.
1: Right. I mean, Georgia's schedule. Obviously, they open with Clemson, um, but,
0: but yeah, that doesn't that impact. But that doesn't impact who wins. Doesn't impact the, the SEC. SEC.
1: Correct. Correct. And and you know, yeah, their road games: Vandy, Auburn, Tennessee, and Georgia Tech out of conference. So that's not that's not brutal. Three SEC road games with one of them being Vandy is about as good as you're going to get, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know. So, yeah, I mean, and the rest of their non-conference outside of Clemson is UAB, Charleston Southern, and Georgia Tech, who's, you know, an okay program, but nothing really that should threaten Georgia. So, yeah, I mean, to me, like, I'll say this, I have Clemson beaten Georgia in that opener, Mm -hmm. but I think Georgia runs the table from that point on.
0: So you've got Georgia AM, I've got Georgia Alabama. I do. I'm taking Alabama. I this you know, i it's the Ric Flair philosophy for me sure, this year. Sure. Um and and it's not the same Alabama team, obviously, new quarterback, new running yeah. back, multiple new receivers, but to be the man you gotta beat the man and yeah. buddy, Alabama's yeah. the man. So.
1: No, no, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, and and so again, I, I, you know, I'm not down on Alabama. I have them going 11 and one, just with that one loss to A and M. Um, and so I've got Georgia beating A and M in the SEC title game. Which, as we get to the rest, I'll just, I'll just say it now. I've got both Georgia and Alabama making the playoff. I've got Alabama doing what they did in 2017, I believe, which mm-hmm. is not win their division. But get to the playoffs anyway with one loss.
0: I have Alabama as my one seed, um, unbeaten. I do not have a second SEC team, although I, okay. I will tell you, I, I thought about it. I, I looked long yeah. and hard at at keeping Georgia in. Yeah,
1: yeah. See, that is I, I. debated, do I take one or both? Um, ended up going with both. Want to want to quickly just for posterity. Just because we record this, go back to the West. I've got AM and M, Alabama. I'm going to go ahead and say Ole Miss is the class of everybody else. I think Ole Miss is going to have a pretty good year. I think they go nine and three, something like that.
0: That would be great. They they need something good to start rolling again in Oxford.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I'm I'm on the Matt Corral bandwagon. I think he's going to have a big year, uh, and you know they're they're going to have the offense. I mean, you know that with Lane Kiffin, and they have they at least have a lot of returning players on defense. Uh, you know, they weren't very good last year on defense, but you just, you know, I guess you're just hoping I'm saying that, but experience will help. And I'm just not sold on LSU or Auburn. I think, you know, you could see disappointing years for both of them. LSU has got some black clouds looming over the program. Another, you know, miles Brennan's hurt again. He might not have won the job anyway, because they're, they like the Johnson kid, but but, you know, he, he seems to have bad injury luck. So, I, you know, I, I like Ole Miss as a, not a contender to win the conference, but a 8-9 win team.
0: Yeah, they're going to get to go to a nice SEC bowl tie-in.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, I've got I've got Georgia winning the SEC, and then Alabama also going to the playoff. And I'll just say it, that's my 2-3, so that we get essentially a second SEC championship game in the first round we get a, we get Georgia having to exercise their Alabama demons, even though they didn't have to do it in Atlanta. They'll have to do it in the playoff.
0: I like it. That's, that's good. Um, you want to move over to the ACC? Sure. Sure. Let's do it. The Clemson Tigers class of the conference, 10 and two Certainly last year, been. ACC champs starting yep. quarterback gone, starting running back gone, uh,
1: Expectations right. no different though. Yeah, right? that's the
0: <laughs> that's the that's the standard
1: that program has set is you know you lose a you lose a Deshaun Watson you get to the playoff again you lose Trevor Lawrence you you better get to the playoff again that's how it goes so yeah uh, I mean they what six in a row six conference titles in a row I believe mm-hmm. um, and been to the playoff every one of those years and you know won a title been to a couple other title games in that span I mean they they are uh, they are right there with the best of the best in the country.
0: They, I won believe, two
1: titles. I'm I'm selling them short. I got about. It. They won two championships.
0: I'm going to say I believe that they are going to remain the class of the Atlantic. Yeah, I think so too. I don't. I do too. I, uh, you know, I I don't think that there's much. You know, Louisville, uh, yeah, Florida State gonna, yeah, have. Yeah. You know Florida State's in rebuild mode. Yeah. I think I
1: think it'll. I think you'll see it turn around soon, and you you see the beginning of it this year. I think, but I think you know it's it's a year where if they go seven or eight wins, you feel like okay, we're we're starting something. But they're not they're not good enough to to make a run. I tell you, I don't think anybody can threaten Clemson. But sort of like Ole Miss, I'm going to say BC is the is the second best team in that division.
0: Yeah.
1: I think they you know good coach got a good quarterback with Jarkovic. I think you you know they I think Clemson gets them at home. If it was at BC. I might pick the upset. I won't because it's at Clemson. But I, I, think BC's a a nine win team, something like that.
0: Well, and Clemson does have a tendency to drop a mystery they game. They, so. they do.
1: Yeah, they do. And and you know, it's been on the road a few. You know, the, the year they won the championship with Watson, they lost to Pitt. I know uh, the year a couple. Well, the year with Kelly Bryant, they lost up at Syracuse. So yeah, I mean, it it can happen. I don't have it happening. I. I vacillated on that georgia game i'm gonna go with clemson in that one and then i'm looking at their schedule and it's just the the one that the one that well i guess two at nc state and at pitt those are both potential landmines but i don't i don't see either one of those teams being good enough to beat them
0: let's flip down to the coastal where north carolina and miami could be right there all all season with each other yeah
1: yeah 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 and i'll 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 give away my pick right away. I'm on North Carolina. I'm not on Miami. Miami is to me kind. I of, like. I'm not saying they will never you know get back to prominence. They will, but I'm gonna have to see it to believe it. Uh, just too many times of like, oh, this is the year Miami makes a run, and then they end up seven and five, wow. and I just I gotta see it to believe it.
0: Derek King's rehab is going well, but that kind of sounds like you know, ASU basketball is going to run and gun under her (laughs) Sunday. (laughs) Right. And that,
1: honestly, that's one of my big concerns because we, you know, he got hurt in December. So you're expecting, you know, I keep here, oh, he's going to be a hundred percent. Eight months after an ACL tear, you're rarely a hundred percent. You know, like next year he might be, but he doesn't have a next year. This is his last year. Um, And so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I'm just not sold. I think they, you know, they went 8-3 last year, but they had some really ugly wins. Some, You know, and last year, I, I don't know. I, I don't put a lot of stock in last year. You had some teams that just, you know, either their roster was ravaged by guys out or they just didn't seem to care. Um, you know, I think you'll have less of that this year. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not too high on Miami. I am, I'm not super high on Carolina. I don't have them as a playoff team, but I do have them as the class of that division.
0: Well, you've got Sam Howell. And that's yes. a lot. Yes. It, it's Sam Howell and all five offensive linemen, I believe, back. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Now lost a lot of their skill guys. They yeah. lost their two running backs, and their top two receivers.
0: Although they but did got a add transfers. Um, I was gonna say they added the Tennessee running back.
1: Tennessee kid, yeah, Chandler, I believe. Yeah. 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 So I mean, they, they have and look, they've been recruiting really well. I mean, you know, they're not yet at the at the level of like a Clemson or an Alabama where it's just like, oh, it's a factory. But, you know, Mac Brown has come in and he's hit the ground running with recruiting. And and so, you know, you look at it and like, I'm not sure that that, you know, losing those guys is that big of a loss when you've got talent behind them. So, yeah, I think I think they're the class of the division. I would say I like Pitt second in that division. I like Pitt ahead of Miami. Pitt
0: over Miami. Interesting. I do.
1: I do, yeah, yeah. Kenny Pickett back for what his like seventeenth year, I think, starting for Pitt. I feel like that's an edge for them. He's been in. He's been in college since Dan Marino was the starter there, I believe.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I believe uh, Tony Dorsett was also on the team at right, one point with right, him. Right, right. I think he was. I think was, they were, were coming freshman at the same time. I was gonna say, did he? Was he the guy who was the on-site host for Dorsett's official visit? <laughs> he I might think? have been.
1: He might have been. Yeah, he's he's been. Uh, He's been well-traveled, yeah, or not well-traveled, well-tenured, well I should te- say. He's been there, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: He's uh, he's almost a doctor now. Which yeah,
1: is- should be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's going to be, I know Stuart Mandel did that this year, and this year's going to be chock-full with the extra year of guys that it feels like they're in their eighth year. and. A couple of them actually might be in their eighth year. Uh, that may not be an exaggeration for for a couple of players out there, but uh, yeah, I, I you know I like them. I think Narduzzi's a good coach. He's a little bit of a crazy man, uh, but you know he gets he gets the most out of his teams. It seems like, and so I, I just I feel like Miami is headed for a uh, underwhelming eight and four season, something like that.
0: So here's where I, I've decided because I, I want to be interesting. Okay. Yeah. I want, I want you to say, "Wow, Ben, that was interesting." Okay, I'm ready to say that. I'm taking North Carolina over Clemson in the title game.
1: Wow, Ben, that was interesting.
0: See, see, it worked, right? <laughs> I told
1: you, I, I told you, I was ready. Yeah. All right, all right. I, all right. I, I know
0: you're.
1: You're not. You're not a buyer of Clemson.
0: I've I, never I been that over the years. I've never I just, been. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, I'm perpetually on the wrong side of that equation
1: I mean the last few years you have been for the most part yeah yeah but I, I I'm not I'm not shocked interesting yes I'll give you that shocking no because uh, I, I I can I can feel that you're you're not a hundred percent on the Clemson train that's
0: okay and I think what it does is it leads to this fun game of does Clemson get in even if they lose their conference title game? <sighs> To a, I don't you know, two-loss North Carolina. And I, do, I think they're out, so I do yeah, not have functioning. in.
1: I don't think they would. The ACC just isn't strong enough to, to have that. So so you've got them going 12-0 and 0 and then losing in the ACC title game? Yes. Okay. So I've got them 12-0, but beating North Carolina mm-hmm. in the ACC championship game. So I have them. I gave away my two and three. They are my number one by virtue of their regular season win over Georgia and by being the only undefeated. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, let's move to the big twelve. Okay. Where my number what could two, be the
1: last year of this big twelve.
0: Yeah, where my number two seed and the team that I wanted to make my four seed bad okay. uh, reside. It's a Battle of Arizona High school quarterbacks. That it
1: is. That it is. I, I definitely have. Yeah, one two in that conference should be Oklahoma and Iowa State, barring a big surprise.
0: Exactly. Uh I think Oklahoma gets the best of it. They are my two seed. Um okay. because Iowa State is the little engine that could, but as you said, the talent yeah. gap is the talent gap uh Agreed. between these teams. Agreed. And yeah. I just feel yeah. like this is one of those things where Oklahoma is going to get off the bus bigger, stronger, faster and Iowa State's going to have to, you know, be scrappy to win and I just don't know yeah. if they can do it. So Yeah.
1: Now you'd be looking at potentially two matchups between them. Yeah, uh, I mean they play in the regular season in Norman, and then they up, they did play twice last year. They played the Big Twelve title game. I have that happening. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the traditional Oklahoma formula, which is looking at their schedule. They play West Virginia week four and Kansas State week five. They're dropping one of those games because mm-hmm. it's Oklahoma. That's what they do. Um, everybody will write them off. Everybody will say bah, they're done. And then they will get on a win streak in a fairly weak big 12. They'll roll into that Iowa state game at nine and one and they'll beat Iowa state at home. And then I've got them. Unfortunately, I'm with you. I've got them winning the big 12 title game over that too. Don't want that, but I've got that. I think their, their defense was improved last year should continue to be pretty good. You know, they're going to put up offense. That's just, you know, a given with, with what they do. So I, I, Trust me, in my heart, I want Iowa State. I would love Iowa State to win that conference and get to the playoff, but I just think Oklahoma's a little bit better.
0: So are they your four? They are. Okay.
1: Which means I do not have a Big Ten team making it.
0: And I was going to say, so let's go to the Big Ten. Okay. I've got Ohio State, your hero in mine, Lathan Ransom. Yes, uh, yes. NIO, autograph signer. Yes, yes. Sal Point Lancer. Big fan of his. Uh, I've got them winning the the Big Ten. They are my three seed. Okay, okay. Um, I think that uh, I'm very curious to see a, a guy who I, I think you're also anxious to see, Marvin Harrison Jr.
1: For sure, for sure, yes, yes. Uh, you know, makes me feel old. But, yes, very anxious to see him. Um, you know, they're interested to see who the quarterback is there. You know, it's a it's a derby that has gotten even more interesting now with the uh, arrival of the the hot shot Quinn Ewers. Mm -hmm. Although I don't think he can really factor this year. He wasn't there in the spring. He's not even there for all of fall camp. He still hasn't enrolled. I
0: don't
1: I don't see it. But, um, you know, it puts the it puts the heat on the guys who are there. And I think you'll you know, if you're a team out there who needs a transfer quarterback, keep your eye on Ohio State, because there's no way all four of those guys are are still going to be there next year. So, you know, uh, one of them's from Arizona. We ought to have our eyes and ears open to see if that kid wants to come back home because we'll probably need a quarterback this off season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if he, if he's looking for a home and I think he's probably the most likely, uh, Stroud seemed to beat him out last year. Kyle McCord is very highly touted. And obviously yours mm-hmm. is according to some, the, the greatest thing, since you know, since football was invented, you know? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little, I'm interested to see how his career goes uh because I found it very interesting that he went to the elite eleven with unprecedented hype and finished tied for seventh like mm-hmm. if you're really that good, shouldn't you be the the standout or at least like one of the two standouts or something like that i you know I know that's just a just a competition that doesn't mean anything but i it raised some red flags for me
0: yeah he may be um know oh, what's I'm, now as I start the sentence I'm playing out the guy who was Notre Dame and Cincinnati Gunnar Keel. yes that yep, thank you yep yep that,
1: <laughs> I know the name yes I do uh you know I also think of Jimmy Clausen mm-hmm. who had a better career than Gunnar Keel, but but still never reached anywhere near the heights he was supposed to uh I think of Brock Berlin another mm-hmm. you know unbelievable can't miss. He, mostly missed. I mean, he got to the NFL. He started from Miami. Uh, you know, he wasn't terrible, but you know, certainly wasn't as good as he was supposed to be. So yeah, I'm, I'm curious, but I, I don't think he factors this year. I think he's more of a factor next year, depending on how they do this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, I got Ohio state winning that division. Um, but I got him dropping a regular season game at Indiana. I think Indiana closed the gap last year. They get him at home. They're in the same division, so yes, that would mean I have Indiana losing at least two others, which I, I do. I don't think Indiana is good enough to go, you know, 11 and 1, 12 and L. But I think that that game in Bloomington upsets Ohio State. They go into the Big Ten title game with an L already, and then they take another one. and that's why I don't have them making the playoffs. I have them losing to Wisconsin.
0: Ooh, That's fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's my, this is this is kind of how I got there because I thought, okay, we go into the conference championship weekend and we've got essentially, you know, kind of a five for four. Alabama's in good shape. We know the winner of the SEC is going. We know Clemson's going if they win Oklahoma, if they win and Ohio State. Okay, who gets it? I feel like one loses and I'm, I'm taking Ohio State to beat that team.
0: So I've got the Badgers um, winning, their division, but dropping the game to Ohio State. Okay. okay. So Ohio State is my three for people okay. keeping score at home. Uh, it's Alabama, Oklahoma, Ohio State, uh, which leads me to, I, I guess, where I have to go because you okay. don't usually. Yeah, you haven't picked a four. Yeah. Where, okay. Notre Dame. I, okay. I, okay. I, I think Notre Dame beats Wisconsin.
1: I do too. I've got that as well. Um, this is why I don't have Wisconsin have
0: because I think Wisconsin goes into that Big Ten title game with two losses: uh, one out of one to Notre
1: Dame, one Big Ten, and and then they win that. But it's not it, it's not enough to over get to overcome the other teams
0: basically. So for me, it, it it came down to, and I can't believe I'm saying this, yeah, Cincinnati or Notre Dame,
1: and they played this year. So could yeah. could be a pivotal game if that if that is the case. They play in South
0: Bend. You know, uh, Cincinnati also has an non conference game at Indiana. So yeah, they they, they do. play back yeah. to back, although they have a bye. Um, oh, are those back to back games! I didn't realize that. They're okay. at Indiana on the 18th of September. Then they're at Notre Dame on October 2nd. Um, yeah, I knew that
1: was October 2nd. Okay.
0: So if they can get through those games, I think. You know, they're going to win the rest.
1: They'd have a shot, yeah. They'd have a... a I mean, if they go undefeated... They should be in. If, in. if Indiana's good, and I think they will be, and Notre Dame should be pretty good, yeah. then, yeah, I think that's enough. I don't have them going
0: undefeated. I think, and, the, I think they lose at Notre Dame, and they
1: might lose at Indiana, too.
0: And I, I agree. So I have them losing to Notre Dame. I think that Notre Dame puts it all together. Uh, you so know you got they were 10, got them undefeated or it, it, or do they drop uh, one I they, I think they're going to drop one but I I okay. think they're going to be undefeated uh at home or nominal home games Yeah um, okay. I could see them losing as long as it's not at Stanford in the last week of the, the very year end. Yeah I think yeah. they'll be okay Yeah, um, yeah. I mean it's you a know,
1: it's a tricky schedule for them I'm looking at it and like I honestly I probably didn't give them enough focus but and there's just there's too many potential well
0: so they have spots for me. The one th- the the thing for me is they play enough good teams, and, and I just I'll do. run through. They play Wisconsin, yeah. Cincinnati, USC, UNC. Yeah, uh, in the heart of their schedule, yeah. I think they escape that three and one. Okay. Uh, okay. Which I guess I take back what I said because I that means they drop a game at home. But one of the although Wisconsin is Wisconsin, neutral, but you yeah. have to
1: yeah okay yeah yeah. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I mean, Cincinnati, USC, North Carolina, those are all home games. I'm not sure I see them winning all three of those. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, the second well, And North Carolina, play, USC
0: is back-to-back, too.
1: Back-to-back, right. And Wisconsin-Cincinnati is back-to-back. Mm-hmm. And then after those two, you go to Virginia Tech. That's not a gimme. I mean, I don't think Virginia Tech is – they're not the beamer ball teams of the old days. That's a tough place to play mm-hmm. uh, and, and a good, solid team. At Virginia is a tricky one. There's just – there's too many on this schedule that are like, eh, I don't know. I mean, a new quarterback, Ian Book was kind of a, you know, like he wasn't a superstar.
0: But he was a college know, he, football quarterback.
1: He was. He was rock solid. You could trust him to make the plays when they mattered. You got a new quarterback, probably Jack Cohn from,
0: from, from Wisconsin. Wisconsin.
1: Um, you know, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. I mean, i I could see them losing to Carolina. Um, you know, I could see them dropping one of those two Virginia road games, Virginia, Virginia tech. I, I think they have a good year. I'm not saying they're going to go six and six, but I, to me, I've got them more like maybe nine and three, something like that. Not,
0: not good enough to be in playoff contention. Well, I have them as my four. I think, okay. they, I think they end the year 11 and one. Okay. Uh, they get Alabama. Okay. So I've got, oh, and to be clear, I have no PAC 12 team obviously yeah neither one of us do I mean, <laughs> we we did discuss or i think we both
1: settled on oregon last week i so i'll be honest i thought about taking oregon uh when i was you know picking it but i here's the thing looking at the schedule i think they lose at ohio state mm-hmm. and then i don't think they're good enough to go 10 and know through the pack 12 they're gonna they're gonna drop a game whether that's at washington uh you know i mean it's just it's what it's what unfortunately the Pac-12 eats its own. It seems like, uh, and you know, going ten and zero through the conference, just I don't see anybody doing it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm with you. So I, I'll just jump ahead. I, my title game is Alabama, Oklahoma. So um, go back.
1: Remind me, you've got Alabama, Notre Dame, and
0: Oklahoma, Ohio State. Yeah. Right, so right, Alabama, okay. Alabama over Notre Dame. Oklahoma okay. over Ohio State. So okay. my one and two meet for the title. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I'm going with the rookie, Bryce Young, the, the okay. freshman over the savvy veteran, Spencer Rattler. All right. And All Alabama right. just, you know. Another built, another one to add to the collection. Yeah. Build another statue okay. to Saban. Put it on the other side of the field. <laughs>
1: Hey, we saw the one. Yeah. You know, there's room for more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, why not? But uh, yeah, I, okay. Okay. I like that. So I'll, uh, so mine going back, I had Clemson versus Oklahoma, 1 4, and my Georgia, Alabama, 2 3. I'm going to go Clemson beats Oklahoma, and I'm going to go redemption story for the Bulldogs Ooh. through the playoff. They exercise their demons against Alabama. And then they avenge their only regular season loss by beating Clemson in the championship game. I and like it. Kirby Smart gets gets the first national title since 1980 for the Dogs.
0: I like it. Um, let's talk about who's going to be in New York for the Heisman okay. presentation. Yes, yes, I, all right. I'll give you. So where I landed was three invites and a and a moderate long shot. Okay. okay? Okay. So my three invites, Bryce Young, Spencer Rattler, who I think, okay. I think you'd be hard pressed not to have those two based on how I see the season going. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, and then I, I struggled with this, but for my third invite, I'm going with uh, Olave. I think that okay. someone right. has to come from there and I think gotcha. it's going to be him. I like that. I like that. Okay. And my my quasi-long shot, and for all I know, he might be invited for you, Brock Purdy, Iowa State.
1: He's not invited for me, but I thought about him. Uh, Yes, I I,
0: I like that. I got dangerously close to to saying four and inviting him, but then I realized, like, I think Rattler's going to take a lot of the votes. But if Iowa State wins the regular season matchup... Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: the thing with Purdy, I feel like for him to have a shot, like they, they almost have to go 12-0 and because he's not going to put up the massive numbers that some of these other guys will. That's not how their offense is. He's not going to throw for 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns. That's, that's just not what they're designed to do. They, they run the ball and, and, you know. So he's got to have kind of the, like, game-winning drive in Norman, throw a touchdown with two minutes to go or something like that, you know, the the dramatic moments to do it because the numbers, I don't think he's going to measure up. But I, I, I thought about him too.
0: Okay, well, who is your, who are your finalists, and then we'll say who, who the winner. All right,
1: so my, uh, I'm doing four finalists, including my sort of long shot. I'll start with him. Mentioned him already, Matt Corral from Ole Miss. Hmm. Think he's going to put up monster numbers. That's that's a numbers guy. And if I thought Ole Miss could win the SEC, I'd pick him. But they're not going to. They're, they're going to lose a game or two or three. And it's, said it, yeah you know, it's going to knock him down. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have Sam Howell from North Carolina.
0: I thought uh, about him. He was, when I picked Olave, I thought about going with gotcha. Howell. Gotcha. But, but yes, I just think yes. that, I, I just think Ohio State, people are going to, you know, vote. Yeah. you know how voters are. That you, you know, sure. you feel like you have to sure. reward somebody from that team. I agree. And I, agree. And I and think I he's thought just about the that. guy who they all pick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean I could I can talk myself into a guy from any of my top teams. I don't have a guy from Georgia. I will concede that. I think I think Georgia's gonna win with a, that bevy of running backs. And Daniels will defense. be good, but he's not gonna be good enough to be a Heisman guy.
0: Well, and they'll have good defense, but no one's right. Charles Woodson, so
1: Exactly. Exactly. So I don't have anybody really from that, but I picked I picked I pick. so Corral and Howell. I also have the Quarterbacks from the you know top two programs in the country over the last five years plus DJ Uiagalelei from Clemson and Bryce Young from Alabama. Those are my my four.
0: Okay. Uh, my winner is going to be Rattler. Even though I okay. don't think they win the title, I think that the offensive system he is in and the talent that surrounds him, he's going to put up video game numbers in the year yeah. before the video game comes back.
1: <laughs> and I. You know, so I'll I'll admit probably some bias in not picking him, Pro- a little bit of anti Oklahoma, a little bit of just like wanting to go against the the tide
0: and not pick him to even be a finalist.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, if I if you told me I had to put a hundred dollars down on you know give me a finalist, I'd probably put him in that picks because I feel like there's a pretty good chance I'd win that. Um, but I'm gonna go. So my winner is Bryce Young, Alabama. Mm-hmm. He he does what. Tua and Mac Jones came so close to doing, which is win the Heisman for an Alabama quarterback.
0: Mm-hmm. And he does uh, w- for you what you're always looking for, which is picking a guy who's never started a game. That's true. Uh, that's true.
1: That's been my successful pattern, at least with Jameis. And I, I, I picked Lamar Jackson. He had started a few games, but he was relatively mm. unknown. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I didn't pick that on purpose. I, I vacillated a lot on this one. I really thought about taking Matt Corral, but I just, again, I, I don't think they'll win enough games. I think they'll win eight or nine, but that's, you gotta be so far above everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, they'll probably lose to Alabama that they, they'd probably lose to A&M, it, you know, the high profile games. I don't think they're good enough to win those. Um, and so I, I, then it was then it was between Young and, and Uyangole, and I, I went with Young.
0: hmm No, it makes yes, sense.
1: I am just gonna say it a few times just so that I can prove I can know how to pronounce it.
0: Yeah. Uyangole. Well this is like uh when you were talking about Tua before anyone had heard of him. That's right. That's I... right.
1: Yes, yes. I I did have that, that name on my radar and you know, this guy is more on the radar now obviously after the yeah. couple starts of last year and uh, you know I, I remember when he you know got the start or was gonna get the start and hearing his name and I, I, I was honestly one of those that I just like had to say it over and over and over again to get it through my head how it was so I feel like I have to keep doing that so I don't lose the knowledge.
0: however you have to do it. I'm learning a bunch of new names this week and I'm struggling mightily. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's where I landed. I'm going to go mostly conventional, you know, neither one of us. So I guess as, as I said or guessed at the beginning, our four playoff teams, neither one of us has a team making their first playoff. You've got, what Alabama, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Notre Dame, they've all been to multiple. i mm-hmm. I've got Georgia who's only been to one. Clemson. Alabama, Clemson and who else? Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who have all been to multiple obviously. So, you know, I think that's probably I mean if you if you had to take like a flyer on somebody outside that group of 6 or 7, I guess I'd probably maybe take North Carolina. That's an interesting one to me if I, you know, had to, or I guess a and A&M, I'd, A&M see, would probably and, be if, picking from, a team that's never made it, they'd probably be it.
0: Iowa State. Because I think, uh, yeah, I yeah. think the path is there. If they beat Oklahoma twice,
1: oh, that, it's there, you know, sure. that's agreed. an easy one. Uh, agreed. I, I Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. I just, if they had Oklahoma going to their place during the season, I, you know, they beat them there last year, and I... They did beat him, I think, three years ago in Norman uh, with, the, with the backup kid who had never started a game, uh, you know, the quarterback. Um, I just – I don't know. I don't know. I, I want that. Trust me. I'd love to see Iowa State beat Oklahoma and get there. I think it'd be – you know, it would it would shut up a lot of people who say, you know, oh, the playoff is only reserved for the top, you know, 10 programs in the country. Iowa State certainly is not that. Yeah. They, they don't have a huge recruiting base. They're not recruiting five star after five star. So it'd be awesome to see, but I—that's what it comes down to. They just don't have enough five star talent.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I—I I, to me, their path is the cleanest because a And M. There are four SEC True. teams that are top fifteen. True. True. Ma- yeah. Maybe yeah. more. I, mean,
1: <laughs> I, I guess like. I mean, in saying that with A and M, I know they haven't been to the playoff, but they were so close last year, and they're recruiting at such a high level that it feels like they kind of are already in that upper echelon. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know that that's really a risky pick to say. Ah, oh, I think A and M's a long shot. So I, I guess I'll go Carolina as my sort of long shot to, to make some noise. But you know, it's probably going to be from that select group. That's where the where the most talent is, and you know we're just seeing it more and more I, I you know it's hard to see a lot of upsets with the with the talent that alabama clemson ohio state have like do you, do you see you know ohio state losing to you know illinois i don't i mean that just that just doesn't seem possible yeah and it used to i mean that that is the difference i, I don't know that that's good or bad but it just—it used to feel like, uh, oh, you could have these major upsets here and there, and the, the talent is becoming so heavily concentrated in those top tier places that I just don't—I don't see a ton of upsets. Well, it, you know what I mean, it
0: sort of feels like your days of Appalachian State going into a Big Ten right school right. and you know are gone.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I guess if they could play, I mean, and I, and I think this is what you mean, like, could they go and beat Purdue? Yeah, they probably could. Or, or Illinois or somebody like that. But, you know, uh, I, they don't play Ohio State. But, you know, are they going to beat Penn State, Ohio State, the, the top tier? I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I don't even think the bottom tier of those conferences can really compete. I mean, you know, like it's just well, I mean, it's, it's, it's be, the haves and have nots.
0: Well, it's becoming a lot like how the SEC has been in football where right. you know, maybe you get the outlier year where Kentucky, you know, things break right and then they start Contents. believing in themselves, but Yeah. You know, yeah. The the Kentucky's the Vanderbilts Yeah, uh, the, you know, you it's just get I mean, stepped I remember, remember
1: two years ago. Uh, you know, when when Kentucky had a pretty darn good team. They had Josh Allen, the linebacker. They had Benny Snell. Uh, and they had that game against Georgia the day that, that you and I went to see uh, Alabama, I think. Or maybe it was it was the year before when we went to see Auburn and a mm-hmm. and And, you know, that was like the game. I mean, that was their prove-it game. It was at home. Georgia looked vulnerable a little bit. Kentucky had all these vets. And Georgia went in there and, and rolled them pretty easily. And it just that just kind of feels like how it is. Like, man, you know, you can have that sort of... Perfect storm team, and you still don't have the talent to keep up with the big dogs.
0: Yeah, it's going to take a lot. It, you know, it's going to take a lot to break through now. Like Clemson it did it, Clemson broke through and, and established themselves. But It's tough, you know, it's
1: tough and you gotta, you know, it didn't happen overnight for Clemson. It may, you know, it kind of feels like it, but like Clemson started recruiting at a very high level. they got, you know, the Taj Boyds and the Sammy Watkins and Martavis Bryant and, you know, Andre Ellington and and like, you know, all of a sudden you looked and like they got, they got some talent. That team, those teams didn't win national titles, but they, they got to the Peach Bowl and, and beat LSU and then they got to the Orange Bowl and beat Ohio State. And, and then the next group came along with Deshaun Watson and, you know, then they got to that level, but it, it yeah. just, it takes a full 100% commitment to getting there. And it's tough. I mean, it's, it's tough to replicate that.
0: Yeah. well, And it's something we've talked about before with recruiting, like it's hard to get that first set of guys, you know, maybe yeah. you get a lucky confluence of things where a bunch of local kids are talented, but right. even then now, I mean, you know, Najee Harris was from California, went to Alabama. Right, Spencer so Rattler's right. from Arizona, goes to Oklahoma. It, goes know. to Oklahoma. I mean, look
1: at look at Young and and I'm going to say it again, Uyunglele. Uh, You know, both from California, they end up at Alabama and Clemson. The, the presumed starter for Ohio State, Stroud, also from California. Uh, you know, like I mean, that's the thing is like, and this this gets into the Pac-12 struggles, and you know, you you these teams are recruiting nationwide. Mm-hmm. They, they don't, you know, they're not limiting themselves to just their backyard or, or their region.
0: Yeah, they're If you're all Alabama, more, you can go get anybody you want. The idea, and this is something that they should address in the new EA Sports NCAA football game. The <laughs> idea of a pipeline state for recruiting does not really exist anymore. Not really. No you, can't, no. you You know, you can go get a kid from Nebraska who's a tight end and impress them, and get them to not go to Nebraska. That, right. that wasn't the case right. 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, agreed. But agreed. Now, uh, you know, his parents can watch him play. Exactly. You know, if he's, exactly. if he's playing at Florida, you see every game. On SEC Network or what? yeah. Well, like I you mean, said, you, watch, you could watch every Clemson game for I Charlie have, Lawrence's yes. whole career.
1: Yes, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's so different. I mean, I, you and I have discussed this, like, I remember, and this I know, we're getting older, but we're not old yet. You know, being in college less than twenty years ago, and there were ASU games that just weren't on TV. Not mm-hmm. like we joke about now, where they're on Pac-12 and we can't access them. That's a different problem. But just we're not televised. We played yeah. Stanford in 2005. The game that that you know Keller got hurt and Rudy took over wasn't televised. And and you know that was 2005, not not the Stone Age. You know, not mm-hmm. not that long ago. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's so different now and you're right. I, I think that's why the the world or the country has gotten smaller in some ways. Cause it's like, yeah, you don't, you don't need to play in your backyard for your family to be able to watch you. They can, mm-hmm. you know, if they have a decent cable or satellite package or streaming, they can do it. And, and, and then where's the best exposure making the playoff, mm-hmm. getting into those big conference title games and playoff games. And, you know, the easiest road to that is. Go to Alabama, go to Clemson, go to Ohio State, go to Oklahoma. I mean, you know, it's it becomes a, a repeating thing because it's like, well, hey, where can I get the most exposure for my family to see me, but also for the NFL to see me? Well, those places mm-hmm. and, you know, going to Washington. If you're really good from from the state of Washington, and I don't know how to pronounce this kid's name, but the kid that Ohio State just got the defensive lineman, JT, Tui Molau, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Washington kid. Goes to Ohio State. But can you blame him? I mean, Washington's a good program, but Ohio State is at another level.
0: Yeah. It's just a completely different ballgame now.
1: It is. It is. I mean, you know, Bryce Young was committed to USC. And then when Alabama came calling, he backed off his commitment to USC and he's at Alabama. Uh, you know, so this is, I don't know how you solve that problem. I'm not sure you do. Uh, the 12 team playoff might help if, if slash win, I think more of a win we get to that, you know, cause you, you could have more exposure in a playoff than just the select, you know, eight to 10 teams that really have a chance every year. Um, but, you know, keep doing four teams, you're going to keep seeing the same teams.
0: Yeah. Well, this concludes the 2021 NCAA football preview.
1: That uh, it does. Although we will return to touch, well, not more than touch. Talk college deep dive. For ASU, yes,
0: yeah. yes. But uh, besides that, we're going to move now to the NFL. So yes, indeed. the next couple weeks will be NFL plus whatever camp news and other ASU news. We'll find out who is going to punt for ASU.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no more Michael Turk. I guess we didn't really talk about that much, but, uh, uh, you know, a, a weird career comes to an end and correct me if I'm wrong. He can't play anywhere else this year, right?
0: I believe Don't you that's have to have true. transferred
1: by August 1st.
0: Yeah. So
1: uh, it's a, it's kind of a, I wonder if he'll ever play anywhere
0: else. I mean, but, maybe you know, he'll when... go one, you know to, uh, you know a division two or division three school. I he or, could. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm yeah. sure any JUCO would take him, although that yeah probably doesn't probably has too many credits to
1: qualify for that. I would think, but who I mean, knows? He's a, a winding college path mm-hmm. from what Lafayette College, wasn't it? Not even the actual mm-hmm. Lafayette University that we know of. Yes. Um, to you know star punter at ASU to the draft to setting you know, being a history maker by not getting drafted and getting your eligibility returned, which has never happened before, to now leaving again. How about that? What a world. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, this is this is college sports, baby. Yeah. Batting down the hatches because it's going to happen a lot. Guys <laughs> on the move. Those four Ohio State quarterbacks, I, we should revisit this in two years. I, let, let, uh, let me ask you, over under 1.5 of those four Still with Ohio State two years.
0: I'll take the under. I would, uh, I, I would too. I would too. I think, think the, you're gonna the lose... emerging
1: starter this year is the only one who's still there in two years.
0: Yeah, I think whoever the starter is this year will be the only one with the yeah. you know sixteen or seventeen year old kid viewers as a, they'll they'll be the the two there next year. Yes. I agree, and, and I, agree. I think it's very possible that whoever loses that job next year does not finish the season, and just yeah, I d-
1: I don't know that I see you were finishing at Ohio State. I mean, well, it, remember, it, you know,
0: it, you know, four games, you can be gone, right? You know, right,
1: right, and no sitting out.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I mean, he could go to Ohio State this year, make his money, which you know, smart on his part. He can't make it in high school. If you can make it, go for it, make some money, and and if you know, let's say. Especially from your projection that they are, and Stroud is that good? He's the starter again next year, at least a heavy favorite. Mm-hmm. He finds another opportunity and could be there right away and start. I mean, he could he go back to Texas.
0: Who mm-hmm. wanted
1: him in the first place? Uh, you know. So yeah, I, I mean, I would say I definitely would take the under.
0: Mm-hmm. It's free agency. But, it's every, it is. it's single year contract free agency. now. Pretty
1: much, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, the quarterback musical chairs is going to be. So much fun to follow, you know, the next few years and who knows after that. But, you know, because with no having to sit out, man, you just plug and play guys. You know, so if you're if you're ASU and Jaden Daniels leaves after the year, you know, go find somebody looking for a job.
0: Yeah, everybody's available.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Better keep them happy or they're going to be moving on to another spot.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll be back. We're going to talk NFL next week. Until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.